If you missed my sermon on Sunday, I spoke of the Archangel Gabriel's task of announcing to Mary that she had been favored by God to bear the Christ child. Here we are less than a week later on Christmas Day, but approximately nine months have passed since Mary was visited by the Holy Spirit in the Gospel story. I can imagine Gabriel rushing into the angel's break room in heaven saying, guys, guys, remember when I had to go see Mary about the baby Jesus? Yeah, well, it's time. He's coming into the world. Glory to God in the highest. And then I can imagine this heavenly host all jumping up and saying, we've got to share this good news. I wonder who really needs it. So they find the shepherds, lowly, dirty, sometimes dishonest shepherds, protecting their flocks in the middle of the night. The shepherds receive the news with fear and trembling, but they realize it for what it is, a dramatic heavenly revelation. They inexplicably leave their flocks to see this thing that has taken place which the Lord has made known to them. When the shepherds reached the stable, sitting under what many believe was the same star many of us saw this week, they recount the story of the angel's visit to Mary and Joseph. As was her custom, Mary quietly considers the meaning of these wonderful events. The shepherds see and adore the baby in the manger and then return to their flocks, glorifying and praising God. Both Mary and the shepherds give faithful witness to the good news. Thanks be to God. And as beautiful as Luke's telling of this story is, we cannot forget or ignore the sheer scandal of this story. That God came into the world completely helpless as a newborn child, literally born on the road to a couple unwed or only recently married. His first night was spent in a feeding trough with moldy hay, animal saliva, no telling what all. And the first people to call on him were simple shepherds. The kings don't arrive for a couple of weeks. The whole scenario was a lowly state indeed. Not a carefully coordinated, perfectly appointed, sanitized baby suite. This manger was a far cry from the throne of his ancestor, David. Now we love the baby Jesus, don't get me wrong. But Christmas is so much more than the arrival of a newborn. It is the beginning of the coming of God's kingdom on earth. Father Richard Rohr wrote in his Sunday meditation last week, We do the gospel no favor when we make Jesus, the eternal Christ, into a perpetual baby who asks little or no adult response from us. God wants mature religion and a thoughtful, free response from us. God loves us in partnership, 
with mutual give and take. We are going to need that partnership with God more than ever as we move forward in these times. The hard work of reconciliation and forgiveness must be done. As followers of Christ, we are called to do that work. But we don't undertake that work alone. Never forget, God in Christ lives in each of us. As we nurture the Christ within our own hearts, we are strengthened to share the good news that Emmanuel, God is with us, has come into the world, bringing a message of justice, grace, and peace. Each year we remember the birth of Jesus, the coming of the Christ into the world and into our hearts. Even now, at the end of this awful year, we can rejoice and be glad. We can glorify and praise God. We can give thanks that God decided that coming among us was a good thing. And we can proclaim with the heavenly hosts, glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace. Amen. Amen.